Gone Off on a Tangent is brought to you by the following sponsors. Active Arena, Lincoln's first indoor five-a-side football venue with a dedicated sports bar. Small Beer Limited, Britain's leading cask wholesaler. Clavering's Removal Storage and Clearance. Big Boots UK, leading online retailer of Steel Blue Boots. Check out our socials for all the information. Oh, hello there, and welcome to another edition of Gone Off on a Tangent, your weekly one-stop shop for week-old news. My name's Adam Stocks, he's Dan Taylor. Good evening, chaps. I've gone back to Dan this week, I hope you don't mind, Carl, um, just because he was right in my eye line. Diagonal. Right. Carl, well, he had a little move around in seats. Carl Stubbs is here, as always. Haven't moved seats. But I just, he got in my eye line, just the bald head, the light shone off him, distracted me. I always buy eggs in the shop, it's the same thing, same dynamic. And producer Terry is sat in the corner. Hello. With a microphone this week. Yes. Thank yeah, you very much. all set up and ready yeah, to rumble. Wilson's gone shopping, so isn't he? Wilson's doing his own podcast, isn't he? He is. Copy. Look out copy for that. Cat. Look out for some some friends doing a house podcast or something. I'm sure it'll be wild. Something to do with estate agents. And Mortgages. It's basically all, all 45 minutes stuff. of how they rip you off. It's how I think it is. <laughs> house is worth Honestly, mate, I'll do your deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No fees, mate. No fees. <laughs> I will actually give him some credit. The company he works for, Kinetic, actually really good. But that's not going to stop me slagging off. That's how the game works, isn't it? <laughs> good luck, Wilson. It was, your it was quite hard to try and figure out where Rob was from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rob, let us know where you're from. Look, there's a lot of... It was it was like Irish, Scottish. <laughs> you could tell he was an estate agent because he was 100 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. I mean, he showed me, man. He showed unlike, me the unlike when they try to move you into a house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then it goes down to 0.5 miles. Fun fact, he resold this house to me. I've now got two mortgages on it. Although while he was here 20 minutes. Spotted Stubbsy's socks as well, didn't he? Yeah. Liked them. Two like, estate not agents. Not surprised considering he's wearing a bright orange jumper. Yeah, do you want to give me grief about my socks? <laughs> hey, Mr. Tangerine, you, man. You dressed in the dark, which is <laughs> You've hammered him a bit once. You don't even listen yeah. to this. No, I've hammered him. He likes your I've socks. Hammered, as well. I've hammered him a couple of times. Yeah, he did I, like I went your in socks. on him uh, on Facebook once as well after he. <laughs> I've never even met him and went in on him about <laughs> something, something he bought, Wilson. <laughs> I'll try and find it. Uh, right. Nice to know that Matt got to four minutes a couple of weeks back when uh, I, I dropped him in it. I get to three this week before stopping. Uh, stopping I'm not having this. Last week, he, uh, I feel like we're a bit Wilson centric, first thing, but I've never seen somebody drunk tweet at half 10 like a Tuesday. Oh, that he's my that God. Hungry. <laughs> he had his boxing gloves on and everything. That picture he? of you, though, was stunning. Oh, fuck. If incredible. you haven't seen that, listener, go and have a look on our Twitter because there's a picture of Dan. That's <laughs> Lean, phenomenal. Mean. <laughs> yeah. You just look like that, Carl. I, I didn't really see the, the need for that. That's well, just what I was you in look a, like. Yeah. You I, just wear I, short trousers. Like. I don't That's your, your style. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I was in a band. like a backstreet boy. Yeah, no. Band. That well-known band. <laughs> Wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, just talk me through it. Because oh, what was, was going on? Like, how old were you? Uh, Impressive. Yeah. Jesus beads, you know, the words. Honestly, it was, <laughs> it was like a really shit All Saints t-shirt. <laughs> All Saints t-shirt. Classic. <sighs> it did look... Calvin, no, Cal- Calvin sticking out the just, top. Just poking... <laughs> I've it's, always had a belly, so I, I could never get away with it's that. It's quite picture. funny how sort of fashion changes over the years, isn't it? Like, you look back at yeah. what you used to wear and think, oh, mate. Christ. I mean, you're still wearing it now, Stop. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> and obviously Wilson was wearing. <laughs> My style doesn't change, mate. It's evergreen. Uh, the one thing I would say about fashion young into it. that does uh, annoy him or throws him off a little bit is when you see. So you're a bit older than us, Timsey, right? Yeah. Not an older against you. Just, no, just fine. You'll, you'll be able to reference this in a minute. Okay. So when you when you're driving and you'll see sort of yoffs going off to the, well, the pub or something, and they're dressed in like '90s gear, and you think, shit, <laughs> that's that's now it. Like that was gone what, full circle. That's gone full. That's it's gone full circle. Like, I'm that's it now. I'm old. I'm that's I'm in the old book. <laughs> what was your era? What what have you seen that you think? Oh shit, I've got that. my drinking era were '90s. Bell bottoms. So. No, no, like, like growing up, you're growing up fashion. Was you in the Rick Flares? No, to be fair. Back on I mean, I mean, I mean, to be fair, as even now proves, I were never into it anyway, so yeah. it really makes no difference. What era would it have been? Oh God, yeah. You know, you're growing up, discovering style, and obviously, like, like Oasis. Yeah, it's, not, it's not even just glasses. it's not even just clothing style though. Like I was, I I was out with Rob today, driving back and. Uh, Drove past the bloke putting his bin out. He's like, oh, it's garden waste tomorrow. And I was like, oh. I said, well, we're West Lindsay District Council and you're Lincolnshire County Council. I said, so uh, I said, we've got different colors. And we started talking about colors of bins and when they go out. And you just think, I was I'm like, so what the old. fuck has life become when you start so talking old. about the bins? But anyway. Me and the lads this weekend, they're going for a meal. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, that, that's what my Saturday night is going to be with wow. our respective partners. We're off for a Thai meal. Granted, we are hitting the shoulder before, so whether or not we actually make the meal oh, will God. be interesting. We've got to go for a meal. What happened? I'll just order some more Jaegers. <laughs> <laughs> if the women weren't there, we wouldn't make the meal. Put it that way, we'd just be, no, we really are stuck in. Yeah. But the women are there. Mine's driving, my wife, so. Look. Dragging me out the shoulder at midnight. <laughs> Time to go home. So some news broke just before we sat down to record this week's episode. Shock horror. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw you back to an old episode of the Goat Pod where we discussed this topic, uh, episode 26. Here we go. That tweet that was doing the rounds was Watford have now changed manager in 2011, 12, 13, 2014 three times, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, twice, uh, 2020 twice and 2021. But within... And they've changed them again now. <laughs> Add 2022 to that list as night follows day. Yeah, if anyone's uh, anyone's keeping up, grass, yeah, grass is green. Ranieri wet. has been sacked. But carry if you carry that bit on. Uh, yeah, of course you can. Because there's a uh, they've been promoted a couple of times. They've stayed in the Premier League. So to to them, it's probably they're just happy. Ranieri is not expecting to stay long, is he? He's only signed a two year deal. <laughs> there's no <laughs> two months. Carl nailed it. Nostradamus. I think I said after that he'd be, uh, you know, as well sign a six months. I was, even, I was even ambitious for that. Well, let's play on. Chance well, he's 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 the end of that two years. He, he may as well sign a six month deal. Well, he? No, he, he needs the two years because he, he gets paid two well, years. Yeah, Job yeah, yeah. done. Well, he's happy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they've tried, they've tried lots the, as well. He'll be out the door in 10 days' time. I'd love to know what they put on their like clauses. Jesus, what? Yeah, the contracts have been. I did see you on the area at the Bugatti garage. So he obviously is he's so, spending so the cash. My, my guess is 10 days. Yours was six months. And he's gone after what? Three and a half or four? It's honestly, they're, it's they're ridiculous. Just it? The thing is, though, they've got to the point now where it's just expected. It's not even a shock. Like, we, we just discussed it. It was. It's not a shock to anyone in this room no. that, he's, that he's gone. Not a shock to anybody in football. No, it's, it's hilarious. It's, it's Ranieri must have been laughing. <laughs> well, he's laughing all the way to bank anyway, but he he must have been thinking, happy days. I wonder, I'll, I'll be I'll be done. 
I'll be done in the new year. And I wonder what he told his missus. Did I wonder whether she stayed in Italy? Yeah, she would have Don't worry, yeah. love. I'm just yeah, going on holiday for a few just, months. I'll be back in a bit. I'll be back in a couple. Claudio, you've only booked her one flight. <laughs> yeah, don't need to, love. I don't know why he's turning Sean <laughs> I, <was gonna> say. <laughs> <laughs> I have to play this as well, just just for just for continuity purposes. That is what Watford are coming out to next week, rather than Z cars, which I've never understood. Did they? Who got there first? Everton surely did Z cars first. Yeah, I they? think. Yeah, I think so. so. Why did Watford do it? I don't know. Little known fact, actually, and it still annoys uh, fans of a certain persuasion. This way, I can't say the L word. Uh, Wolves sang or tried to sing in the early 90s, marched on together. They did that. Yes, they did. Yes. But it clearly didn't catch on. Also, the Minnesota Twins tried it and got absolutely lambasted. Who? The Minnesota Twins, who are a baseball team, and it broke only, on... Oh, there must be shit because only two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Some loose banter in that. <laughs> but yeah, they put a thing on YouTube that they didn't realise... Just on shit banter, Rob said... He uh, spoke, he was, <laughs> he talked to Albert, his little lad, and uh, brought out the bungalow joke that he brought out. <laughs> it's a great week. joke. Yeah, found his level with a five-year-old. <laughs> with, oh, with Albert Larkin. And me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Albert Larkin? Yeah, I think he did, yeah. <laughs> He'd have done what all dads do as well. He'd have gone with the old... Uh... You know why? <laughs> Bungalow roof on it. <laughs> Ain't that son? Absolute <laughs> hero mode. We'll do it. Matter well, shit. I, I'm jokes, I don't. We haven't got any kids. No. If you're telling jokes to kids in parks. We've got a problem, haven't we? Yeah. Like Wilson. Chino <laughs> <laughs> <Gino> Gate. <laughs> I honestly thought when he said last week he was poking out something. I was very nervous. <laughs> no. It was a willy out in my office. No. That's what I was concerned about. Thanks to John, by the way, for editing the podcast. It is not on Twitter, so I can't thank him officially. No. Thank you for taking over the reins from me. Because uh, it was... Uh, well, he's what are you doing with your, your extra time on an evening? Spending some time with the wife and kids, some valuable time. You want to start editing again? No. Let's <laughs> be honest, John's better at it. Johnny's far better at it. And, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to do that as a job, please. No, John is doing a great job. Uh, I mean, I know it's no difference whatsoever, but he's brilliant. I'm just amazed you listen to it. I uh, sometimes do. Normally rock up, spend an hour here, yep. and go off. Two. Wherever it is, it, two, two to be fair. Yeah. Longer tonight, but wherever it is, you go off and do when you do, because you're single. I don't know what single people do. I'll be honest with you, I go to bed. I'm not missing much, am I? No. We've, we discussed this in the WhatsApp group the other day, how our lives are very different, because you two like your evening time. Yeah. I don't. No, just get yeah, but it's just dead time. Do you know what, you know what time I went though. to bed last night? Eight o'clock. Yeah, but you're up very early. Yeah, I was, I'm, off, I'm off work this week. I've still got up at fucking half four this Body week. clock, innit? Annoying. I was like, oh, have a nice lay in tomorrow. First day off work. Half four, Bing. wide awake. I don't have a body clock. <laughs> if nobody nudged me, I won't get up to 11. You're kidding. Honestly, if nobody did anything and just left me. I genuinely, if, if I like tried my absolute hardest, I don't think I can see eight o'clock. I'm not even joking. I'm stuck on bar work time and I haven't been able to get off it. So I'd be quite happy every day, staying up till 3, 4 a.m., going to bed, getting up midday, 1 o'clock. 
if I had my perfect world, which is obviously not conducive to genuinely. Children. That sounds like hell. It's awesome. It doesn't. Why? What is on it? Like I, the thing I don't get is like, what do you do past nine o'clock? It's our media world, isn't it? Watch anything. Well, and they do say that people who stay up late, like, do, like you don't get dis- distracted by people who are actually awake. I'm not working. So, no, no, but some people, some people do work late. Because You've jumped ship though, haven't you? You've joined yeah, me I've in the changed. 6 a.m. club. Yeah, I did have to laugh when you put on the WhatsApp group, you know, bragging about going to the gym at sort of 6 a.m. and had an absolute nightmare since like 3 a.m. sorting my kids out. I was like, yeah, cheers, mm-hmm. lads. If only. But you, but you are right. It does give you that added. I just think you are like, I would rather make the most of the day. Because you don't want to, like. Are you 86? You get back from work. You, the last thing you want to do is drag yourself to the fucking gym, especially when it's going to be the busiest time. So. I don't want to ever drag myself to the gym. I don't know what ever time it is. I'm not interested. It's full mm. of people like Carl <laughs> showing me up. <laughs> I don't really go to the gym. I go to the gym. I only sit on the bike. Now. Snake onto the weights when nobody's looking. <laughs> it's because I look <laughs> shit. <laughs> There's less dickheads in the morning, isn't it? Yeah, I can imagine, to be fair. Mm. You only get like one or two grunts in the morning. Yeah, I was just going to touch on it. Have you got any gym friends that you don't know the name? You just sort of... So the uh, there's a really nice Asian guy that uh, always says hello to me in the morning. So he's your gym friend. You give him right, yeah, mate. he's yeah, he's just like hello, really smiley, happy bloke, and he make it to be most mornings. He's like you know, like when just somebody smiles at you, like oh, I feel a bit better about myself this morning. He does it every morning without even knowing. I'm just like what a friendly bloke. I hope he listens to this. I do. He works bloody hard in the gym as well. To be fair to him, don't get much slimmer, but. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. He's a vanity gym he though, smashes isn't he? it in the gym, to be fair to him. Yeah, and just a nice bloke. So, yeah. Don't know who you are, don't know your name, but what a bloody good bloke. You got any gym friends, Dan? You've been going in? Uh, yeah, well, actually, I didn't realise. Uh, you, you bump into all sorts of people at 6am. And actually, a chap who used to go to um, LA Fitness when I went, I've not seen him since. You hit it hard, Jason. Yeah. You did. Yeah. I remember you hit it really hard. When I used to go to and the he, gym. Goes, he goes to any time now, so. You're actually one of them really annoying people in life that knows every second person walk down the street. Yeah, I get Re- really annoying. That's mainly because he's really noticeable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's in that bald prick with the beard again. He gets mistaken for right said Fred constantly. Oh yeah, Daesh, Brown Moat, Bill and Graham Mitchell. <laughs> I brought the fishing rod. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's still one of my favourite stories. It's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> How that even came to pass? How fucked up was you at the time, Gaza? Yeah. Well, I went and took round moats and fishing rods and food. <laughs> Chicken and a fishing rod. <laughs> He's a national icon, isn't he? It's just phenomenal. He's a national treasure, actually. Like, genuinely phenomenal. And he speaks Italian, which we talked about ages on, on the pod a while ago. Right, I feel like we've gone off on... We've gone many what times. What are we even talking about? Oh, I don't know. Let's dive into the What show. was the subject? Nothing yet. We haven't started. We just Watford, talked about Ranieri. Watford, Ranieri. We haven't even spoken about it. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's anything to speak about. They're in well, we'll just say, Claudio, we told you so, mate. So he's about... not bothered, as I said in the previous pod, because he's stacked with cash now. He doesn't care. Liquidate, so let's just liquidate a, them immediately. There's no way of doing this because it'll be some foreign guy that everyone's ever heard of. Who is the next Watford manager? Loose predictions now, starting with Tibbsy. I couldn't even come up with a name. As he said, it will be somebody. Probably Italian. Probably. It did go Pearson that one time, though, to try and save them. Yeah, that one time, but Rogue. That... Gino De Campo. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine coming in at half-time. How did you miss at this shot? It's, oh, well, I was going to put it in there. Well, I might have said a bag. <laughs> What's the scene? 
Like, if none of her had wheels, she'd be a bike. Because <laughs> <laughs> she'd give her tactics. They may as well. He's a legend, man, because he just flirts constantly with Holly Willoughby. Yeah. Just like, he's my idol. <laughs> Cook amazing pasta and just get to flirt with her weekly. Yeah, well, just women in general. I, like, I think any, all of them. <laughs> yeah, but any any woman over the age of thirty five would have a crack on Gino de Good looking boy, to be fair. Yeah, and why wouldn't you? I would. Bloody Italian, honestly. I'm DT. I'm going Allardyce or Warnock. I was going to say Allardyce. They are so un-Watford. He, I know, but been... so was Pearson at the time, so you just don't I mean, know. Gino De Campo's not exactly at Watford Street, but he takes the Italian <laughs> box at least. I suppose Allardyce has put himself around again, hasn't he, because he's mentioned Everton again. Yeah. He'd, he'd happily help Big Dunk. Of course he would. He'd, he'd happily help anybody that's... Uh... So they've had... You can I mean, that is a fairly, fairly aggressive management duo, isn't oh, it? God, Allardyce and Dunk and Ferguson. Wow. So... Imagine turning up late. Christ. No, I can't. <laughs> I even thinking about it scares me. We were talking about Duncan Ferguson at the weekend when I was at the footy, and we were saying that, um, have you seen that video he did for that um, young disabled chap? And even that was aggressive. Yeah. I've got you a shirt! <laughs> All right, Duncan. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I hope you're feeling better. Come to the ground, I'll give it you. All right, just, just, thanks. Thanks, Duncan. Cheers, mate. No problem, lad, no problem. It's in the boot. Okay, like you, I'll be. All right, all right. Oh, I'm sorry. So uh, they've had Yukanovic, Sanchez Flores, Mazarazzi Silva, that's hard to say, uh, and, and uh, whatever his name is, Grazia. Five coaches in five years, but a clear vision and how, how to progress. <laughs> Just sack people. <laughs> to be fair, they do go coming down. I know we talked about it, but... Um, oh, and Pearson as well. Isco. Just yeah. ridiculous, isn't it? I'm just looking at... Oh, Lampard has been mentioned. It's, um, a, it's a quick it's a quick payday, isn't it, for anybody? Extremely quick. <laughs> it's just like, they know full well that they can go do a couple of months' work and they'll be free for summer. Whoever's going in there, try and get a three-year deal. That's all <laughs> Just try and get three years. That's all you need to do. What I like to just imagine is, like, living rooms all around the UK right now. You've got Steve Bruce... Warner. Sat with his missus. Oh, like, yeah. I can go there. I'll get this one. Yeah. One more job. I'll get this one. <laughs> Allardyce sat there. They're all swilling brandy, waiting for that phone to ring. The agent sat there. I'm the man. <laughs> just, they're just boys that just quit for these jobs, aren't they? They're all, one more job, Sharon. <laughs> one more job. Oh, I told you, didn't I? The Premier League. I, told, I can do it, Sharon. I told you that on Atletico Mint's um, podcast that Bob Mortimer does. They have he does a sketch on that called the Premier League Managers Lunch Club and it's all you know your Mark Hughes, your Pardews, your Pardews, your Allardyces, no, all just like one and basically it's all a big gag that whoever gets it either saves them or gets sacked and gets a massive payout and they bring all the money to the lunch club and spend it between. That's a brilliant premise. It's honestly so good. I believe there's truth in that. <laughs> you could see them boys getting together. Definitely, Hodgson. Hodgson's in that club, isn't he? Yeah. He might be there. He's depends, depends if they want... Uh, he's nearly dead, isn't he? <laughs> he's getting no, there, isn't he? Weird, uh, Roy. 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 I could do the job, boy. I could do it. <laughs> Harry I don't know. Terrific. <laughs> Harry Rinder. They just merge. They just merge. <laughs> Southern old managers just merge. Harry Redknapp could be a shout. It's not actually that far from where he is. <laughs> is he still on the available? He hasn't retired officially. He's on the he? South Coast, isn't he? Bournemouth. Guys, a Jabroni. 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 Terrific lad. It's a terrific pudding. <laughs> Defoe hasn't got a club, actually. 
Between <laughs> getting the band back together. Echo. Cruncher. Jabai. Jocchi. <laughs> Stop doing that podcast. <laughs> <A> platform. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep watching up. <laughs> Oh God! Right. Onto the first. Well, just right, just loosely. Can we just yeah. touch on? Everything's full, been loose. So why not more loose? Just touch on Fulham a little bit at the minute. Like, Flying, we was going. We was talking about the clubs that sort of mingle in between leagues. Fuck me. Yeah. Seven goals, six goals, six goals, three or four was it at the yeah, weekend? Boring yeah. three, isn't it? I can't even make the joke now about them swapping places with Norwich because they won at the weekend beating Watford. So that joke about them just. Swapping places with them. <laughs> Norwich had a role. And month. the funniest thing ever, well, it's not the funniest thing ever, but really tickled me. That You know ginger the ginger air guy? <laughs> Sergeant. He's American. Yeah, that he is. Like, yeah. Hey, guys, like I scored a header. It was so cool. <laughs> 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 and then like my girlfriend forgot that we had a baby. So I thought I'd do a baby celebration for the second goal. <laughs> I'm not sure her go- his girlfriend's going to forget she had a baby. I'm pretty no. sure that's a fairly memorable thing. That's, mean that's too busy concentrating on the accent. <laughs> well, I, for one, was proud of it. That's fantastic. But the, um... Thank you. <laughs> Did you see, because they'd scored the seven and then the first six against Bristol City, and then they interviewed Lee Bowyer after the Birmingham game. They're like, oh, he got Fulham at the weekend. He's just like, yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> so looking forward to that one. Conceded six. <laughs> They are, though, in all seriousness, stuck in that no-man's land of far too good for the championship and not quite good enough for the Premier So, like, Mitrovic, How they address that, I don't know. Mitrovic, mate. But he's, he's that as well, though. He doesn't do anything. Yeah, but really. so, so he's, I think, I think he's four goals off breaking Glenn Murray. By January. Glenn Murray <laughs> and um, Tony, Ivan Tony's record Tony of 30 is. in a season. And it's January. He's got 26 in... 25 or something. Five. Joking it. mad. Oh, that is ridiculous. So if we're going to call, like, create a, I don't know, Premier League E, yeah. who's going in? Premier League well, 2. Who's going in it? So we've got, like, Fulham, Fulham West Brom, Watford, Watford, Norwich, Norwich. Ipswich. No. They're in sustain being in Premier League No, two. no, no. I'm talking about those... Well, no, no, they yeah. yeah, but they did do that for a while. No, they're not anymore. Sunderland, well, Sunderland was count for that. No. Another league one now, but they used to bounce up and down all the time. Well, we're just giving them double promotion. Well, it's just it's a mythical league that you no, just made No, it's not. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> people, so they have to be in the championship now. Well, you've got to be integrating between the championship and the yeah, Premier League. That's the they're mythic, on hard times now. Doesn't mean they haven't been up and down. Doesn't constantly. matter. They're not going to stick, stick leads in that as well. Yeah, leads in, in that 100%. Uh, Newcastle as, yeah, as well. Newcastle. Who did no, no. Uh, put, Newcastle put, won at the weekend. No, yeah, they did. Yeah. Put Liverpool yeah. in it. If we're just chucking really big teams into it, that's apparently what we're doing. <laughs> that's the premise. Is that the premise? Oh, the premise. that was so easy. Was easy <laughs> Stoke. Have you had your tea yet? Yeah. yeah Stoke. Uh, Stoke. Stoke. I'll I'll give you because I'm struggling to get. It were prem for a long time, but yeah. Yeah. Surely Stoke. Swansea. Mm, Cardiff. No, Cardiff. Aren't. Swansea. Yeah, I'm honest, I'm really struggling yeah. with what the actual premise is. <laughs> I'm just saying football team. Birmingham? Yeah, Birmingham. We said baggies, didn't we? Yeah. I, I would say Villa, but I think they're just... Ah, Villa, Villa. They're now, yeah, I reckon they're a week. proper dark horse now. For, Blackburn. For maybe top six, Black, even. Blackburn. Blackburn, Blackburn Borough. Borough? Borough? Yeah. Borough, yeah. They definitely play tonight. I've seen on fixtures. Let me have a look at the league. Forest, did you put me in Premier League? No, no. You're building, no. building it. No, they're going. They're staying in the championship. They've got to. You've got to be fluctuating. Do you literally made up just a complete league to, to, to pull up 
No, so them, t- them teams that literally can't stay in the Prem, but as soon as they come back down Hull? to the Championship, no. no. Fair enough, no. Palace? So, so like Fulham, for example, no, at the minute, as soon as they're like, they're HMS Pistoli, because they're far too good for <laughs> yes. the, the Championship. <laughs> but Captain I can absolutely guarantee you, when they go up next year, they'll be straight back down again. hope so. Bournemouth, you could probably stick them in there, to be fair. Been in the Prem for the last night, and now they're the top of the championship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they should never yeah. have been there in the first place. They're like an elephant up a tree. It made no sense being there. No, when Swindon got there, Oldham got there. Yeah, unless you'll you'll probably not agree with this one, Tibbsy, but until they fell apart completely last year, United, Sheffield United would have probably been in that category. Well, I'm not going to. To be honest, I'm not going to disagree because you know they have been in and around. <laughs> I'm fucking eight. And, oh. Yeah, I'm not a fan, but I mean, I I have, I have been known to. As much as it still pains me to say it, when they played well, I admitted they played well. So Talking of Sheffield United, just to change pace, congratulations to Ian McCallum for his job that he has got at Sheffield United. Has he? So, yes. I don't know if I'm breaking this news to you, but uh, he is leaving Lincoln City after a a long, long time. I don't know how many years exactly. Well deserved. Yeah, so he's going to test himself at the championship level in the same job role. You have to work for uh, Whitmark without Mark. Who's the uh, manager? End of an era. Escape me. Uh, yeah, the, the the big man is coming on. Uh, I've said this on the podcast now, so he has to stick to it. Yeah, he just has to leave a couple of weeks in between his employments to come on. So we'll we'll get him on, talk about his time in football. We'll have a really fascinating chat with him about how it works behind the scenes. Obviously, we've got Bibbs here as well, who's worked in football a long, long time as well. So I think it'll be a fascinating chat. But uh, from everyone here at the podcast, good luck in your new role, big man. Uh, you've been a big part of Lincoln's Massive success. Massive shoes to fill at Lincoln. Huge, literally. Yeah. Clown shoes, isn't it? Yeah. The, the only story I will tell you, or not story, but just just to give you is is credence. When Lincoln were on their belly uh, or on the knees or whatever you want to describe it, he was a massive, massive focal point for Danny Cowley getting players in. He was the first person Danny rang every single day to bring players and their family. All the all the players that have played for Lincoln under the Cowleys or, or now will always reference him just how welcoming he was to the club. He was yeah. a big part of that them that them years of success with the FA Cup run. All your promotions. But yeah, just from the bottom of our hearts in, good luck, mate. Smash it. I know you will. He will do, yeah. And I don't Absolutely. want to take all the credit. It was, I was the reason you got the job in the first place. But I'm not going to take all the credit. I'll just take the percentage. Just 90%. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Just, but not all of it. don't forget me when you're in the Premier League. Absolute legend. So yeah, so congratulations, Ian. So moving on. Uh, let's Should we hit our first topic? <laughs> yeah. Which I suppose Watford technically. So FIFA loan rules are going to be changed. Uh, so FIFA set to bring in radical new rules on loan moves to stop clubs hoarding young talent with an allowance of just six loans per club per season will be brought in from 2024. What, allowed to bring in or send out? Bring in. Okay. So I know Chelsea, like teams like Chelsea, like heavily rely on. Won't apply to under 21s, which is an interesting oh, okay. twist. Caveat. So, uh, how's it been reported here? So, it's, yeah, so the process of disbanding Chelsea's loan army already underway. Other Premier League clubs like Wolves will soon have to refine their approach. Uh, so, yeah, so it's it's players, uh, it's hoarding young talent with an allowance of just six loans per club. So, it's lo- that's loans out. So, give as many youth players as you want. You can only shove six out on loan. But at one point, they were like 100 out on loan or something. Chelsea, it was a joke, wasn't it? it? Was so they were just hoovering up all the talent in Europe like and they're just bugging them out it's on like loan. a separate income for them, though, because they, and it, it, you know, it must be a model that, that, that works, but. We eventually sell them for a few million. Yeah, exactly. It, it but, you've, but you've paid for, paid for it while they've been going through yeah. that process, which is 
just in the walls have been picked out in that place, actually. Under the radar. But it's Chelsea is your think of, isn't it? When you think yeah. of taking the piss out of the loan yeah. walls. Oh. And it was that it was that kid's Baker, isn't it? So Baker, Lewis Baker, yeah. yeah. So he's finally left Chelsea. Yeah. He's 26. And he's had a million loan moves, played mm. for him twice. And the gap between his debut and his next were like six years or something stupid. I, I, do you know what? I don't get it. Um, Wednesday had him on loan and he weren't spectacular. Leeds had him on loan and he was crap. Yeah. He weren't spectacular. Where's he, he got, got something? But, um, but yeah, he's his feet, that's about it. Where's he gone? Stoke. Stoke, Stoke. yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I don't see why how he's managed to stay at Chelsea for so long and keep earning contracts till that age. As you said, he's only played twice and not really done much. Uh, you know, he only even played when this he's gone anyway. COVID. Yeah, but I'm saying he's when he, whenever he's gone anywhere, he's not really stood out. At, you know, he had, he had one really good. I'm going to do my research on him when he signed for Leeds. He had one one really good low move to Holland. I think it was. Well, they send a lot of their players. It might have been Germany to be fair. One of those countries where they. I think it were Arnhem. Yes, yeah, so where you obviously strive and, and 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 do really well. So yeah, so that that cut that loophole, but one to watch. Doesn't come into twenty twenty four, so it's just one to one to watch out for on that. Uh, on to our next one. I'm whipping through them now. Look, whipping through them. Uh, I just do want to talk about comebacks if we can. So there was the everyone must have seen this, but the comeback from Tottenham in the week. So up until what? Carl just finds the word comeback. Apparently he does. <laughs> Not on the back. No. So, <laughs> uh, obviously, Daka took the lead to make it 1-0. Then Kane equalised on the 38th minute. Then Madison won 76th, thinking it's all over. And then Bergwijn, 90 plus 5, 2 all. I was watching the game and thought, fair play to Tottenham, because they've been pushing and pushing and pushing. Leicester have let, really undone themselves there. And then Leicester kick off. He won, waddles up with it for a few yards. Just played it straight. Then he's, to Spurs then he's tackled and one ball through, which it, is at uh, the 97th at this point. Is it's mental? The screen mental. There's like a, a, a photo of the uh, of the score and the time and the timer on the screen. That like two one Leicester 95 56, and it says plus five. And then mm. like the thing above it was like, how do I tell my kids that Leicester <laughs> didn't win this game or that's, <laughs> that we lost this game? I mean, modern managers will talk about game management all the time, but I mean, I'm not expecting... I can't remember which player. It might have been Madison. No, it was, it was Tillemans. It? Tillemans. Yeah. I don't expect Tillemans to whack it into the stand or anything. No, but... but my God. So I was to... talking to Rob about this, and he, he actually... The way that they... Oh, Leicester fan. Yeah, yeah. sorry, Rob. Yeah, he's, he's, he's so angry. I tried to bait well. him with a scum tweet. He's so angry with it. Um, but he saw it as Tillemans actually looking to go... Like, obviously, they've conceded, but they want to go on and try and actually get, get a winner they can but obviously <laughs> that pass was literally suicide wasn't it and it just went straight straight just to getting management into it, it. Yeah. I, I understand that wanting to win but it, the, sec- the seconds are ticking down yeah. just take your kick off whack it into the corner if they want to whack one long fair enough but you'll have had everybody back in position there mm. you'll have your two back in front of about four but fine one, yeah. one ball by the way one ball straight through yeah, yeah. I mean them centre halves are not switched on at no. all to the situation I mean they've obviously mentally checked out and thought okay we're drawing this it's disappointing but that is just incredible I've, What's, have you have you seen one? Have you been there for a, a crazy comeback? Yeah, just weekend just gone actually. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, <laughs> we'll, talking of injury we'll time, we'll come on to that in a minute. Yeah, we'll to that in a minute. But um, Lincoln, I think we beat Northampton at home ages ago. Like it was like back when Adrian Littlejohn and Marcus Richardson and all that were playing for us, and it was a while ago. Yeah, um, but we were two one down going into injury time, and then there was a game at Torquay and, and won that one three two, and then a game at Torquay where we. Were, one nil down and, and scored two in injury time. 
and uh, and won two one. And two games in the bounce the week after we beat Gates at exactly the same. No, sorry, no. Torquay was back when Morgan and um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still around the corner from me, did Morgan? Did he? Yeah, he still lives there. Is he over now? Isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Bloody nice bloke. You got one, Stubbsy? Favourite sort of crazy comeback that never <clears throat> yeah. saw coming? That, Gate, that Gateshead one's got to be up there. Was I it a comeback, though? Talk me like, that Gateshead yeah. one, then. Well, it was 1-0 down. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, remember yeah, it. Yeah. We was 1-0 down, and I genuinely have never, ever seen us play as shit. so shit yeah, yeah. for probably 90 90 minutes. Well, to be honest, the, the talk... I don't think we created a chance for 90 minutes. I don't think we strung two passes It was an Eastern miracle, minutes. wasn't it? Because like, when we On played... the Good Friday was yeah. Torquay. We was 1-0 down against we them were and beat them 2-0. We were terrible. 2-1. Like and then exactly the same happened against uh, Gateshead on the we were, Bank Holiday Monday. We were terrible against Torquay as well. But it's... Again, two, two back-to-back. That, yeah. 2-1 yeah. wins. What you got for us, Tibbsy? I've just been looking back, actually, but I'm going back quite a bit further. Um... 2003, um, we were losing 3-0 to Reading. I'm um, oh, sorry, 2-0 to Reading and pull it back to 3-2 in the second half and just mad. And then there were one a few years ago, very similar against Bristol City in the season when we got to the Premier League, uh, player final and lost. Um, losing to Bristol City and it, we weren't even in it. Who got, who got the winner? Was it that little Scottish midfielder? I think I remember it. Uh, Bristol City game. Yeah. Oh, Kieran Lee was at Bolton. Oh, no, that's not what I'm thinking. One hell of a player. He had a, little, mid- he had a little midfielder. I can't remember his bloody name. Ross Wallace. Yeah, he was... Yeah, he was... Yeah. He's just to ping him in from everywhere. Oh, Good God. player. Yeah, he's got a goal. When we mentioned Fulham earlier, he's got a goal at Fulham. He's been flying around on social media recently because it's like, you know, on this day type stuff. Yeah. He smashed one in from about 30 yards in off the bar. One of them that everybody would just love to hit. Obviously, Carl's one goal was probably better. Yeah, it should have been this is Gone Off on a Tangent Podcast. Talking of on this day, you know, today's the anniversary of our Gaviscon badge. Yeah, I did see that, actually. <laughs> I have never been so popular than when they did that in 2018. My phone was absolutely red hot with abuse. I've never known anything like it. It must be how Carl's phone is when he announces the world being single again. And his <laughs> Tinder's just popping. Bing, bing, bing. Popping. <clears throat> that's embarrassing so come back for me quite recently was in the championship season we won 5-4 at Birmingham and it's the craziest game I've ever witnessed to the point where when the fifth went in to win it I couldn't even celebrate I was just you're exhausted spent. you're not you're not made to celebrate five times you, no. so much comes out of you you'd be a shit Fulham fan true yeah but they're, they're just sore <laughs> they just give it one of these don't they? oh bloody good goal seven times but they're clappers Clappers, by the way, if you're using clappers at a football stadium, get in the bin. Get in the bin, you're an embarrassment. You've got hands. They're, they're, they're on a par with half and half scarves. And... Yeah. So basically, not in, in no particular order, it's half and half scarves, clappers, and gold music. If you've got all three of those, you're tin pot. If you've got two or three, you're, you're tin pot. If you've got one of the three, it's not too late to turn it around. You can, you can be classed as not tin pot. If you go to three, never go to three. If you've got all three of those, which is Fulham, I think. Pretty sure they've got all three of them. It's an embarrassment. So yeah, we won 5-4. And, uh, 4-3? 5-4? 5-4? 5-4? 5-4. And it was absolutely mental. I've never seen anything like it in my life. I was exhausted. Walking out the ground, massive smile on my face, like, what have I just watched? I don't, I don't understand football anymore. I don't, that was just crazy. What? Was it, it wasn't like 4-0 and then 5-4? Or... I think we went 2-0 up. 
Two then, up, three, then, two down. Yeah, Four, and we just down. kept coming back, and then they kept going. Uh, 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 Bellingham played. 16, oh, right. and he was unbelievable. Best player, yeah. best player on the pitch. Came away from the ground, I said to my dad, I said, he's, he's a star, he's a superstar, isn't he? And obviously, he retired the shirt, didn't he? Yeah. Well, that's one, fourth on the team. So, yeah, so I think we've all been there. Though. I mean, there's no feeling like it, is there? Sporting comeback. Especially, I think the, the theme you boys seemed to be on then was not expecting it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we've yeah, all yeah. been in the ground where you go, not happening, not happening yeah. today, not happening. And then the shithouses surprise you. But then going, obviously, leading on to what we're going to talk about next, like on Saturday at Plymouth, like, always felt like we'd had such a good second half and I always felt that there was going to be another another opportunity even when the board went up and there was four minutes on it was like there's still we've still got a chance and we, we should we had we, they should have been out of sight like we had enough chances to win four matches in the second half but yeah the winner was a lovely finish as well oh yeah bit of a story that as well huh? it's a bit of a story that yeah, as well it's why you do it yeah it's why you do it I mean I mean especially with how um, you know the whole postponement of games and Arsenal and everything else, yeah. where you know clubs have gone, I haven't got enough players and all that, and we Ma- can recall Max, Ma- Ma- Max- for, for, for Sunderland, Max Melbourne couldn't get a game at Stevenage. Yeah, and that's what five I mean. weeks ago, and then he just, I mean, he, he, had, game, he had a he had a bit of a ropey twenty to start with, but he grew into the game and then obviously got us the winner, and it was it was a, it was a great performance, and I think. Uh, we're in for a bit of a run now to be fair. so the subject is that i put on the, the rundown is ridiculously long trips yeah so that was a hell of a trip for you wasn't it saturday i mean yeah the word plymouth just fills all with dread like you think it's a long way away then you get to exeter and it's another 60 <laughs> miles and you're like fuck me like how how long is this country but in your non-league days you must have done some right oh yeah but yeah, I mean, it was... Exeter for the playoffs, but you were halfway down because you were at the airport. Yeah, made, yeah. made it just in time. <laughs> made it there in Carl's rocket car. Yeah, the funny thing about Exeter, though... That was your so, car, actually. Yeah, so we'd been... Just been, my lead, been just my we, lead right foot. We'd been, <laughs> we'd been in France on a work day, um, and we flew back to Birmingham, <laughs> and it was touch and go on it because we took off. We landed late, Yeah, we did. about 45 minutes late. And we were supposed always, to land at half four, weren't we? And it was about half five. We knew it was going to be sweating and yeah. We knew it was going to be tight. Fuck. And uh, yeah, we got down there. <laughs> literally top. walked in. There's only 300. There's only 300 Lincoln fans You ran through the baggage claim. Yeah. And uh, walked into the ground just as we were kicking off. And then obviously God we were absolutely <laughs> nowhere near it all night. And then <laughs> out of the playoffs, done. On the way home. Carl was like, oh, yeah, well, we'll share the drive home. Yeah, that sounds... I was like, yeah, cool. So on the way down from Birmingham, we've been to Bristol to pick, or just outside Bristol to pick my brother and another lad up. And we got down there, and then on the way back, dropped them off. Carl was just fast asleep in the passenger seat. Didn't even say bye to him. And in fact, actually, he did wake up and said, oh, are you all right? I said, yeah, I'll do another, another hour or so. So I did another hour. Windows open, music blaring. I'm like... <laughs> trying to drop all the hints, giving him a jab every now and again. Like, mate, we're going to swap over. We get to Pennell's roundabout and he, he opens his eye. Fucking hell, we got back quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck off, mate. You shit out. Absolutely. That's what, man? Yeah, that's what, man. I'll take it from here, mate. <laughs> about quarter to three we got in. 
But yeah, they're stripes, so you wear them stripes in, in football yeah. fandom. Saturday was was about as far away as you could possibly get. But by half seven, we left at half seven, stop at Gloucester Services, which, by the way, if Don't. you haven't got... It's worth a, it's worth taking a day's holiday just to go to Gloucester Services and back. It's a joke. It's honestly incredible. I spent 20 quid on loaded Scotch eggs. It was phenomenal. I've been to worse restaurants. Yeah. Oh, services. comfortably, yeah. Like macaroni cheese, Scotch eggs, chicken and chorizo, all-day breakfast, pulled pork. Oh, you can't mate. overcomplicate. I was in... I was in the element. Like, even though they're full English and stuff, it's just ridiculous. Absolutely absurd. I did Yeovil once, and I'm still to this day, no idea where it is. But the thing is, though, we're, we are literally all amateurs. Because unless you like support Carlisle or yeah, Plymouth, true. you're not doing one of these. Oh, absolutely. And actually, monumental journeys here, like Carlisle to... Barrow to Exeter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it must be... Oh, can you imagine? I don't know how far it is. Nine the, hours. The crazy thing is, Lincoln only took one supporters coach, right? So there's 339 Lincoln fans there. There's one supporters coach, but there was actually another five coaches in the coach park, which are Plymouth fans coming from elsewhere, which oh, is mad because it is literally miles away. It's so far away. You know what I mean? It's the best, the best advert ever. Yeah, I'll bring it back. Who was it? <laughs> green Army. Was it Green Who Flag? Was it? was it Green, green Flag? flag. Yeah. It was Paul Whitehouse, wasn't it? Yeah. So good. So about insurance bombies all the long way though. Yeah, you're right, they are. But then it's their stupid fault for living in Plymouth. Do, but doing 600, 600 miles, big big old drive, getting a 90 second minute winner is literally what we do it for. What was, the, what was the crowd? Did say, sorry? Uh, How many did you take? 339. That's a great effort. And do you know what? Way. What makes me laugh? Top effort, that. What makes me laugh is that on that Football Away Days Facebook, you get some quite humble Plymouth fans that are like, oh, fair play, great, you know, and they made some noise, blah, blah, blah. And then you get some dickhead from Newcastle. We sold out on a Monday night in the championship. It's like, but your city's seven times the size of Lincoln <laughs> and your Newcastle. Do you know what I mean? So we, yeah, it is what it is. But it was, I thought it was a phenomenal effort. And um, yeah, obviously. I thought you were going to say that we did the took more. Well, I think there was probably, yeah, there probably was a least, I'm saying least fun in there. Yeah. Well, uh, have you got any more long chips? I'm trying to think of what I've got left this season. I've got Palace, which isn't particularly bad. I've done Brighton already. I've done Southampton, I've done Brighton. I've got no Welsh club to go to. I've done Newcastle this year. Uh, oh, this season? I don't think Welsh you've got left. Um, as bad as that left? Not as bad as that. I've still got Charlton to play. Uh, oh, Charlton's a doddle. Charlton's yeah. a doddle. That's his There's a lovely yeah, Costa at Charlton, by the way. Yeah. Lovely Costa. Yeah. Any different to the others? Or? It's just big. Uh, nice place to stop. I'm, I'm a non-different different cottage. Yeah. <laughs> you might give the, me a different serve. The, um, do you want to try our Mediterranean what about, bean? What yeah. about, <laughs> I do, I? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to show me it. What about past long journeys? Well, Yeovil's the one. Is Bristol, that your Bristol. one? You no, know, I've got plenty. There's, there's everything's... No, as in the one that stands out. Uh, yeah, because I didn't know. I still don't know where it is. And the problem is with Yeovil is you get past Bristol... And it's all back roads. So you, you don't know where you're going. It's in like, oh, why, am I in Yo- why am I in Yeovil? In terms of thing, the things you do, like, I, I remember we played, ironically, we lost 1-0. John Marquis, who was just signed for us, he scored the goal for Portsmouth. But on the Monday, we played them away on a Tuesday night. And on the Monday, we'd been at Norwich Beer Festival. And when I was covering your area, when you left your role, um, I had a meeting in Leicester with one of my, uh, one of my customers. Went to that. I went to Cambridge to meet a couple there and then went down to Portsmouth and then came back all on the same day. It was like four different cities like in the space of like whatever, 
12 hours or whatever. I think you remember the losses more. That's because the, 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 well, you do, they're, they're a bit of a kick in the, kick in the Swindon on Tuesday night, 4 0. That was bad. Uh, I've done Carlisle four times. And again, it's just so far north. You don't mm. realize until you get cracking the just out. I mean, we're still Carlisle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just how it, far it, away it is. That A66. Yeah, you get to the A66. It's just like, yeah. oh my God. South Coast, furthest I've done is what? Southampton, Brighton. I haven't done Portsmouth for some reason. Done South Wales, that feels like the end of the world. Cardiff and Swansea. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not that far. We're it's, it's like middle of the country. I mean, yeah. not too bad, actually. It's not that far away, but like, I remember bunking off school to go to watch Lincoln away at Fulham in the, what was the Carling Cup. Is that the 4 3 Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I remember bunking off school to get the bus from Lincoln, uh, from Grantham to Lincoln, get on the sports coach to then go. And that was a, obviously a long night because it went to extra time and we came back. I was chatting to a lot of the supporters bus a couple of years ago now and we were talking about sort of this sort of thing, sort of raiding, blah, blah. Well, the lad that I was chatting to, Oh yeah, I've 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 done some long trips. I'm thinking like, I've just done there. Talked about like going to Swindon. We went. Yeah, we had uh, CSK Moscow on the Thursday, and then we got back into Leeds Bradford, and then we had uh, Portsmouth on the Sunday, and then uh, the next leg, uh, the next uh, round, we pulled another Russian team. They went out to Locomotive Moscow, and it was all in the space of about fourteen days. <laughs> so they went to Russia, Portsmouth, Russia. Russia. Yeah, apparently, I don't know. It's a fact check. It. Or I mean, how these people spend their money? It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, incredible. I was like, yeah, okay, you win, all right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, you've got to be careful. It doesn't <laughs> turn off. into a fucking dick measuring contest. Well, it was a bit like this. It does, and he was quite humble. He wasn't, he wasn't being a dick. No, he no. was just, just a bar and like, he's what? I'd win, mate. What a dick measuring <laughs> contest. <laughs> With. Chode. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, unless there's any more stories to regale the listener with, let's move on to our final subject. So, it's loosely about Emma Raducanu. So obviously she's she's gone out of the uh, Australian Open. Uh, she had a uh, blisters on her wrist. That... Your own jokes mm. at home. Blisters on the. Uh... <laughs> 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 oh boy, she's lovely. Um, so I just want to talk about sort of sporting pressures. So she's crashed out of that. I've asked that. I've I can work for the sun, but she's obviously fallen at the first hurdle there. She fell out the last tournament, uh, in straight sets or something. Obviously, we put a lot of pressure on our young athletes. We've talked about on the podcast, which is just rose to form and sort of won that tournament, which the, well, the US Open won it. Yeah, it's more the labeling of the MB. Yeah, it's quite it big in football. Obviously, we've, we've had loads of heroes that have come through. We've, we've said they're the next Messiah, the next Messi, the next Ronaldo, blah, blah. blah. How, how how much do you think it'll play on her mind? Or do you think she's so single-focused that it's not going to affect her? What do you think to do? I don't think you can ignore it. I don't think, in her position, I can't see how you could ever ignore it because, you know, she was everywhere. She's gone from no, nowhere to everywhere. And regardless of how much anybody says that they don't take notice of media or social media, I'm sorry, but if you've done something of that magnitude, you're going to, Bathe in the glory for a little bit, aren't you? It was so interesting. On that point, I was listening to Simon Jordan on Sky, uh, Sky uh, Top Sport, sorry, and it was interesting to listen to him. And he was saying that he's a big tennis fan. He was saying she didn't need to do any of that stuff. She didn't need to be on the red carpet. She didn't need to be that. Need to be that. It's a balancing act, isn't it? Between going from nowhere to somewhere and wanting to enjoy your time off and enjoy the riches and being on the, the carpet of wherever she was at the Oscars, wherever the hell it was, in a, in a really expensive dress. And I don't begrudge players that. As long as you then, like other athletes can do, 
and, and I just feel they come from other countries. Well, there's other countries' athletes seem to be able to do both. We struggle a bit in this country. I don't know why. Yeah, maybe because of our personalities and habits. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's possible. But I mean, I, I mean the other the other thing about that uh, doing red carpet and such. She's won one tournament and not playing that down whatsoever. She doesn't win anything else. I hope she does. If she doesn't, you know, tennis can be not the most lucrative. Of, if you're really good, yeah, yeah that's very one hell of a good living. Yeah. If they're not, then I mean, you know, if she's putting a public persona out there, does it, you know, is she keeping herself in in sponsors' mind eye? You know? Well, she's changed coach. I know that, and they're, they're trying to change her style. From what, what I was reading, that she had a sort of very. Uh, front foot style and, uh, and everything she hit in the US Open went in. Obviously, she went on to win it. But uh, it was such clean tennis. And what they were saying is they've, they've, they're trying to tweak her style to give her more finesse. And of course, she's trying to, she's trying to, try to win tournaments with by doing that and trying to merge the style. It's going to take time. Bursting on the scene and just winning your first tournament like that or not, you know, first major tournament like that, it's just, it's going to put you on the, on the red carpet. And it's just whether or not, it's what happens next. It's just going to be, I just wanted to put it on the list. It's just, it's just fascinating to watch. As I say, we're all, we're all, football fans and we've seen it with so many footballers you could just rattle the names off of it they, they, they rise like, through like Ro- Rooney's goal against Arsenal for Everton that kind of put him on the map didn't it and then all of a sudden it's like because I always remember my I mean my mum's not a massive football fan by any stretch but she always used to say after that he was like riding the crest of a wave oh he'll turn into the next Gazer he will he'll turn into the next Gazer and I always just thought well he he's absolutely class and actually given the right management I think completely wrong and obviously he's doing an amazing job at Derby now he, you know, the next couple of weeks at least and then it might be different the, the, the question I always ask as a player who's, uh, who's unreal, the question is and I'm not going to answer it I'm just, just playing devil's advocate could he have done more so so could he have reached we all saw him come through like I say 16 that yeah. goal against Arsenal remember the name yada 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 all the, all the ability in the world could do anything he didn't get to the levels Ronaldo and, and Messi got to just as I mean they are the greatest ever but could he have got to that level? And it applies to all sports. Can, I don't know enough about tennis to know if Raducanu can get to the Williams sisters' levels and, and that sort of thing. I don't know. Do we give them an out? I don't the, know. Well, I'm the, the, thing, the thing is, as well, obviously, we live in such a polarised social media world where anything that is going wrong is almost exacerbated to a different, like, completely different level. And then, Carl doesn't understand that word clearly. It's um, plaster. Using exacerbate plaster. Look, I'll look after you. I'm not after you. But it's it's one of those where it, it is that extra, it's that extra spotlight, it's that extra extra pressure from purely from a social media side of things. I think because obviously it's, you're exposed all the time. Well, as a social experiment, then answering the answering the devil's advocate question, go around the room, start with Tibbsy. Do you, do you feel as Rooney is an example of an elite sports person at a very young age, like Emma Raducanu? You feel he should have achieved more? I think it's hard because I think domestically, not really. I mean, look at what he did at Man United. You know, record goal scorer. Did r- ridiculously well. Won, won titles with him. You know, Champions domestically, League. yeah, domestically, I don't think he could have really done that much more. There is an argument internationally. There is. Because, he was the leading goal scorer for England. No, no, but I'm saying <laughs> on, on top of, yeah, on top of, I mean, then again... <laughs> I'm sort of shooting myself down here. Messi was the same until recently. He'd not won anything, had he? But the, the thing with Rooney is like most, we don't seem to get the look in this country. So that was Euro 2000 when he burst on the scene. Mate, if he doesn't look. break his foot. No, it's 2004. 
2004, yeah. sorry. If he doesn't break his foot, we win that tournament. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. have that to my dying day. We win that tournament. Yeah. Because he was unplayable. Look. You make your own look. So, you, so are you on the side, to answer the question then, do you feel he should have done more? Should his CV be bigger? Should I'll the numbers wait be bigger? He, I'll wait till he get to me. I'm here now. Well, you've got to go Dan first. Oh, well, I'm here now. You usually go Dan before me, so don't change now. Don't buckle. Don't buckle. Answer the bloody question. Uh, my answer is that I feel everybody has a ceiling. It's just people get to that ceiling at different stages of their careers. This could be sportsmen, this could be horses, this could be anything you want, but everything's got a ceiling. Now, some people get to that ceiling at 17, 18 year old. So they peak, really, get, get to there, get to that peak. They've got nothing left. They've hit their ceiling. That's as good as it gets. The like same Ian as Beale. like a don't get that reference. Did you say Ian Beale? Yeah, like, I've got nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, very funny. The cry meme. Um, but equally, like the same with a, a three-year-old horse, it could reach his ceiling there. That's it done, and then don't win another race for the rest of its career. Same with Radicano. She could have reached her ceiling now. People, it's a very fair point. Know what she's like now. Learn to play against her. Everybody else is gonna. <laughs> Yeah, very good, very attractive, and that won't change. Um, I don't think she's like the girl at school that used to be well fit, who is now terrible. Name names, Carl. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, not like that. <laughs> Make this podcast into Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> there is quite a few, though, isn't it? Do you have it at your school? What? Like I went to an incredibly small school. And it was a very small pool of of women. Yeah, but the ones but yes. that weren't that that weren't that great back then are oh, now the, the, fit. All oh, right, yeah. Uh, and the ones that were fit yeah. back then are now very average. Yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, I concur. Anyway, I, I, I digress. <laughs> Good on it. Nice word. Um, yeah, I just think I, that for me is is the difference, and we don't. Nobody knows the answer to that question. Like, do you know whether Radicano's reached her ceiling? Absolutely not. But, do we know whether Wayne Rooney necessarily, like at, at the age of 16, whether that was his ceiling? Fortunately, he got coached by and managed by one of the best that's ever been and got loads more out of him. But that's the, that could be the same with anybody. Like, she's just got this new coach. Can this new coach unlock further talent within her? Who knows? Nobody knows the answer to that until it's happened. Do we know if a tree falls in the forest? Yeah, exactly. no one can <laughs> the, the, the balance that, that I see, and it comes, I think it plays into what you're saying, Carl, I think we're trying to uh, build on it, is how much of it is natural, so what percentage is natural, and what the rest is hard work. So my argument for Messi versus Ronaldo is always, it's a very tired thing, but I always go with Messi because I think wrong, he's right? got less natural, no, 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 not less natural, net, natural attributes as in height as in body structure blah blah he has got a natural ability to be ridiculously good with a football and the rest he has to put in and the argument for for Ronaldo is very similar that he was a spotty thin teenager getting knocked off the ball fucking putting his flailing his legs around and he put so much graft in to beef himself up eat right um, um, drink the right things and, and the right mentality get himself up so at any point could Wayne Rooney as just using oh, to beat him up just an example yeah, yeah. I've gone right I'm going to live clean now I'm not going to go out on the lagers I'm not going to go out with the lads from Man U could he have lifted himself and got that Possibly. extra percentage with, with the raw natural everyone he speaks to says how, how good he was one of the best ever all this sort of stuff could he lift himself to them levels if he had taken himself out of that always, environment I think you can always better yourself regardless of what sportsman mm. 
doesn't necessarily have to be sport, does it? Day-to-day job, you can always strive to be better, but it's just whether you whether that person as an individual feels that they yeah. need to... Or it could be anything, that. though. Like, a different coach could have found that extra 5% in Wayne Rooney. It's all fascinating sport, isn't it? Yeah, it's just... just because I, I don't look at Rooney's CV and think he's achieved. I mean, my God, it's a ridiculously good CV. He's one of our most talented players ever and probably one of the most talented players ever. I'm not having a go at Wayne Rooney. He's unbelievable. But I, I just I just find this thing, it's a really interesting discussion and because Rene Carney's brought it in. It's, you've got like Tiger Woods. Will there be another golfer that comes through yes, like Tiger Woods? son. Yeah, well, yeah. Because it's, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. The mirror image. But it's it's how much of that for Tiger was just constant grind. We know later he had all those personal problems. Yeah, exactly. Which was probably him acting out because he'd locked himself in it, not in a room, obviously, but he'd locked himself away, absolutely focused on... Well, he was living his 18-year-old life at 40, Exactly, right? yeah. Crashing into walls, shagging strippers. What a boy. Let's, let's, let's. Let's, let's, let's. Sophie tit once. Uh, we'll put a pin in that because that was a fascinating conversation, but I'm That's sure good. we'll... <laughs> and and we'll end it on end Sophie Titwank. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> right, let's close the show. You have been listening to Gone Off on a Tangent. Thank you for listening, downloaded. Thanks to Hell's Ditch for the music. Thanks for all the sponsors. And uh, yeah, click subscribe if you can. Uh, I've been Adam Stocks. We'll go to Terry first for producing this shower. Thank you, mate. Good evening. Thank you, DT. See you later. Thank you, Carl. Look, <laughs> <Stop>, Carl. <laughs> Say goodbye, Carl. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.